This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals like you, where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong, and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. Speaking of exact opposite, here's my uh, co-host and uh, sidekick, the lovely Ramon B., ladies and gentlemen. Hey, thank you for letting me be here once again. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I really do, and I appreciate uh, that you... sycophantic, yes. obsequious I, I Again, always, always trying to look for that raise. <laughs> Look for the oh, you know, yeah. inflation oh, and all yeah, that. that's going to happen. Now, we have a guest today. We do indeed. We have the lovely Kevin Limprecht. How are you, Kevin? Doing great. How are you, Bob? Now, he's in Vegas, baby. Watch out now. Mm-hmm. You know what happens there stays there, well, they say. Well, I've, I've, uh, now that there's video on phones, I don't think Not that's so true. Not so much. Not so much. You know, ask Rob Lowe. He could tell you. So, uh, Kevin, you know this. We always start with the headlines of the day. Uh, these are This is what I call infotainment, news that you can use on actual paper. Now, on this real is a paper? used headline of the day. He's heard this one before. Has he? We recycle this stuff. They're because called, they're on paper. You can recycle They're them. called Encore Broadcast. I, it's okay. an Encore Coca-Cola. Broadcast. You're familiar with the Coca-Cola? I Yeah, very much so. It's the elixir of life. That's the best beverage ever made. I it? don't understand why they have to advertise anymore. That's how famous Coca-Cola is. Do you like is. Coke? I'm a Pepsi guy, believe it or not. Is that right? Yeah. I'm shocked. I go against the grain. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Well, Coca-Cola is announcing a new drink along with Jack Daniels. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, there's something no one ever thought of before. Huh? See, okay, that's enough. We're going to put that one. Right here. Yeah, there we go. That's a good put sound that effect. I like put that. that in the file. Okay, Kevin, how are you? Doing great. Yourself, Bob? How's everything in the Las Vegas? Uh, we're we're keeping the phones moving and setting appointments over here. All right. Now you dialed in. Uh, uh, bad timing. He uh, he's a victim. I mean, a volunteer uh, to be on the show because he called at the wrong exact wrong time. I feel like it's the right time. He's learned his lesson. Is that what you feel? I do. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Again, I don't have to carry the program when uh, you know. Well, that's you true. That's to- why. Uh, that's why we want people to come. But you know what? Here's what we're going to do. Uh oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there to the, our literally dozens of viewers yeah. or listeners, and uh, if you would like to be on the show, like Kevin was uh, dragged kicking and screaming, we had to practically subpoena him to be on the show. Uh, all you would have to do is call at about ten fifteen Pacific time. See what I did there? I see that ten fifteen Pacific time to my phone number, 480-385-8810. There's a pretty good chance, like almost 101% chance, you will be on the show just like Kevin. I'm sure there are people who are clamoring to be on this program. I hear the sound of clamoring. It might be a jackhammer. I'm not sure. Something else. Probably as well. clamoring. So, uh, Kevin, tell me the question you had. Give Give us a little bit of your background, if you'd like. Well, so I'm pretty... Just the real estate part. I'm, I'm uh, new to real estate, and okay. I um, was was kind of kind of going down, uh, developing some bad habits, 
following some other people's scripts. I never subscribed to any of the other coaches. Stumbled across your videos, and everything kind of resonated. Well, you're talking about um, these fabulous call. videos of mine at fearlessagent.tv. Yeah, you can subscribe today at fearlessagent.tv. Okay. Bob didn't immediately ask for the credit card. Uh, he waited five minutes. But, no, it, everything made, made sense, and I've been successfully booking appointments since signing up about two weeks ago. Good for you. And going from there. All right. You came with questions in hand. Let's start with – this will be – do we have a drum roll for question number one? Can we do that? Yeah, we'll do that again. Oh, question number, number one. Numero uno, as I like to say in Spanish because we're in Mexico. Used to be Mexico. Go ahead. Yeah, I wanted to know if you handle withdrawn calls the same way you Ooh. handle expired. Okay, so in every state, they do this a little differently. So in uh, so everybody should write these down. The the statuses in the MLS for realtors to look at. Active means you're on the market for sale right now. Isn't that what that means in your market? Yep. And then they might have pending, under contract, something like that? Yep. Do they have canceled in your market? Uh, they do. So if they have canceled, if there's, an, uh, if there's a thing called canceled, that means the uh, seller has no more obligations to the listing agent whatsoever. Um, then they also have withdrawn. Do you have that? Yeah, we have. Do you have I, temporarily I have, off the market, T.O.? I, I believe so. I would have to get back to you. But I believe we have both expired, or excuse me, expired, withdrawn, and canceled. Okay. So in, in my in my uh, MLS, they call it TO, not to be confused with BO, which is those guys down on the strip that have been there too long. You know what I'm talking about. The dealer at the Poison Dwarf Lounge. So uh, withdrawn means there is an obligation to the listing agent from the seller and vice versa still in place, but it is temporarily off the market. So you cannot call those people. Technically, you cannot do that. Violation of the Code of Ethics. Here's the way the Code of Ethics works on prospecting. Uh, you, you can call a listed uh, – let's say you're cold calling down the street and you call a property that's listed and they say, oh, I'm listed but I hate my agent. OK. That, that does happen sometimes. Has that happened to you, Kevin? Oh, he went away. He's out doing the mowing the lawn in the middle. Of the, oh, sorry, sorry. He's I'm making a sandwich. No, have you ever have you ever cold called down the street and somebody says, "Yes, my house is listed and I hate my agent." I have not run it ran into that one. That'll happen. But, um, so when that happens, what you're not allowed to do is encourage them to cancel their listing. It would be okay to say, uh, "How long is your agreement for? When does it expire?" Not only is that okay, if you were to call the listing agent and ask them when their listing expires, they legally have to tell you. And if they don't know that, their broker will know that. So you could, 
if it, let's say there was a dissatisfied seller and they were at the end of their let's say their listing agreement were to expire let's say a month from now it would be perfectly ethical for you to go do a listing presentation list the property with the list date to start one day after it expires. There's nothing wrong with that. And of course, if it's sold before then, then the other agent would get paid and you wouldn't have a valid listing, if that makes sense. But you can't you, – what you can't do – I think people used to do this. Maybe they still do. It, it used to be very common, like when I got into real estate, all listing agreements were for three months. Now, it took a year and a half for houses to sell, so I don't know what the heck that was all about. But everybody listed them for 90 days. This is back in the 1980s. Not the 1880s, Ramon. I know what you were thinking. I saw a look on your face. To most Gen Zs, they're the same thing. Yeah. So the, <laughs> that's true. That's very true. So the uh, uh, Seinfeld who? Is that what it is? is that exactly. What yeah. So um, but I think what people did is they would, they would look in the MLS for uh, – listed properties that had been on the market for, let's say, 80 days, and then they would call those listings, cold call them. But, so that is not legal. You can't target them. But if just in your normal prospecting efforts, you bump into somebody who is for sale and they tell you they're dissatisfied and you engage in a conversation, what you can't do is disparage their agent. Um, all you can really say is when, when does it expire? Uh, and and you can book the listing appointment to go talk to them if it's if it's in a, a relatively short period of time, and that would that would keep them from having the billion phone calls they would get when they expire because you you'd be active that very next day. How about that, Kevin? Are you still there? I'm here. Okay. Did that answer your question? certainly did. And 12 others you didn't think of. Now, what other questions do you have, Kevin? Okay. Yeah. So when I'm um, doing cold calls, calling down the street, calling through neighborhoods, um, I've been been able to, to start booking some appointments. Mm-hmm. Um, and they always end up being on the following week. Is mm-hmm. there any That's normal. To have? Okay. That's so what you would want because that gives you time to do a market analysis. Okay. Gives you time to panic. You know, you need a little time for that. Another question I would have that plays into that is when um, calling the expired, um, if I'm in a position to book an appointment for the same day, how would you go about it? How would you recommend a new agent prepares for that? I would not do that. Here's why. there's no emergencies in real estate. It's not like you put the clip on lights and siren and rush right over. So you have to think of it this way. When you're booking five listing appointments, you know, your job is to not get off the phone until you've scheduled five listing appointments a week. So when you're booking five a week, there's only 10 open slots. So there's 230. Every fearless agent for if you're new to the podcast, every fearless agent only schedules their appointments at either 7 p.m. at night, which is the best one, or 2.30 in the afternoon. So you only have 10 slots during the weekdays, So, and not everybody can meet at every time. So um, you'll be booked out a couple of weeks when you're busy. So they'll have to wait for you, and you have to give them a reason to wait for you. 
And that gives you time okay. to do your market analysis, and which only would take an hour, but I'm not going to do it during my prospecting time. And if I've booked three appointments today, uh, then I might be doing three of those over the next couple of days. So that's three hours if I'm going to be thorough. So. So it's good to it's good to book it out a little bit, and then the trade off, of course, is somebody gets there first and they list with them instead of you. But that's just the way it goes. I don't want to be okay. the first they meet with. I would want to be the best they met with. If we get to meet, is kind of the way it works. What other questions do you have, Kevin L? Okay, when um, bringing the CMA to the prospect, would you recommend having it just in a spreadsheet format or no. having... Fearless agents don't show CMAs to uh, clients. So uh, our, let's put it this way. You personally, this is your opinion, are you interested in the seller's analysis of your comps? No. Right. Conversely, uh, uh, or consistently, I would say, the appraiser will not be interested in your analysis of his comps either. So that's that's consistent. So if you don't want the seller to give you their opinion or their analysis of your comps, don't show them the CMA. So I've never shown a CMA to a client. So the way that works is uh, at the end of the uh, fearless agent listing presentation, you do the nutshell close. You say, so... Uh, 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 well, you do it. Do you know how to do the nutshell close? Me? Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, not, not quite there Okay, yet. so you say, in a nutshell, that's my philosophy of helping you sell your house for absolute top dollar, way more than it's worth. Would you say that's definitely what you're looking for? Now, everybody says yes to that, and you need a yes right then. Say so. If we can agree on a price, uh, is it fair to say that we're going to get the ball rolling tonight? They say yes. Now, if they don't say yes to that, we're not going to talk price. We're going to reschedule the time to come back. You know, if they're doing, I got to think about it. Or, and of course, we teach you how to handle that. I did that on the last coaching call. Um, but, but if they say, yeah, no, you're okay, they the. What what the purpose of the fearless agent for questions is at the beginning of the listing presentation is to sell them on you, doing business with you, eliminating any crazy thoughts of doing business with any other agents. Then you take the tour. Then you come back and then you do the objection-crushing machine, competition-crushing machine that is the listing presentation and then – you do the nutshell close and they say, oh, yeah, Kevin, you're the guy. We've met with other agents. They're nuts. You, you're obviously way better than they are. Yes, we're going to list our house with you. You say, great. Let's, let's talk price. So I've done what every agent does. We do this thing called a market analysis. The difference is I've actually done it correctly. And near as I can figure, fair market value is somewhere in the neighborhood of, oh, I don't know, 425000 But I have an idea. And this idea is unconventional. Uh, no one else does it. Um, but it will absolutely guarantee you 
that your house will sell for the most money possible, more than it's worth, actually, okay? Now, because it's a little unusual, again, it guarantees you that your house will sell for much more than it's worth. But because it's a little unusual, I'm not really sure I should tell you about it. So I'll leave it up to you. Do you want me to tell you about it? And they go, oh, yeah, we want to hear about it. Okay, so you make them beg. And then you say, okay, well, let me, let me show you how this works. And then you go in, you take your legal pad out, and you draw the little fearless agent uh, pricing presentation parts, like we do the little railroad tracks first. So that's uh, – so you say, near as I can figure – Fair market value is somewhere in the neighborhood of, oh, I don't know, and you say – and you hit them with one number. You don't ever, never, ever say it's somewhere between 425 and 450 because they only hear 450. And mm-hmm. keep in mind, you can never hurt a seller by, by guessing – you know, when you're, you're guessing when you do a market analysis, of course. It's just a guess, just like when an appraiser does it. They're guessing. They have no idea. So you're trying to predict accurately – what price will be after after they let's say 425 let's say have accurately guessed 425 let's say so that means that when i list it for 425 on day 1 i get 5 showings on day 2 i get 3 on on day 3 i get 4 on day 4 i get 2 and then it finally settles down and I'm getting one showing a day, you know, none today and two tomorrow and the next day one. And, and it settles down to an average of seven per week. So if I'm getting one showing a day uh, active in the MLS after the initial spurt is over, no one could argue that I'm overpriced and no one could ever argue that I'm underpriced. That is the definition of fair market value and there is no other definition of fair market value. And it will sell at that price in no less than 30 days. So that's fair market value. So I, you know, I can explain that to them if I want to. But n- normally, some, some people, they just say, hey, I trust you. I'll leave it entirely up to you. Whatever you say, Kevin, we're going to do it. Um, and when they're like that, I don't ever skip any steps, but I go through the entire pricing presentation. And then at the end of the pricing presentation, you say, you say uh, and the moral of it is there is no risk in underpricing your house unless you're too eager to take the first offer that comes along. So that's an undeniably true fact. So you could literally hurt. There is a risk in overpricing, but there's no risk in underpricing, even by a lot, if you, if you know how to uh, bid the offers up, which no agents know how to do. So you're not allowed to do highest and best or any of that lazy crap that realtors do. You're not allowed to participate in escalation clauses, which is more lazy crap that realtors do. Uh, you're not allowed to have some artificial date on which we will be reviewing offers, which is lazy crap that realtors do. You do fearless agent style. So you know how to get the buyers to grossly overpay. They're happy that they did. They get to live in their favorite house by overpaying just like I did. And the seller nets tens of thousands of extra dollars that they could not have gotten if they didn't have you, the fearless agent, as their as their listing agent. So at the end, you do the close. You say, so I'll leave it entirely up to you. 
how long do you actually want it to take for you to get your money? And they, they say whatever they say, and then, and then you say, well, here's the asking price I'm going to recommend. And, of course, they already told you they trust you and they're going to do whatever you tell them to. So the, they're not allowed to have an opinion on that. Then when that's done, then I take my CMA that I did for me that they've never seen and then I, I write on it um, CMA, uh, fair market value equals – and then I write suggested like, – so I'll put 425. I'll put suggested list price and whatever I suggested and then actual list price and which is whatever we listed it for. And then I have them initial it, which is the cure for selective amnesia later. When I, when I made the mistake of taking their advice and pricing it differently than what I recommended, I have them initial that and then – when it's not working, I explain why it's not working, which never really happened to me because I I just didn't – after a while, I just didn't do business with people that didn't trust me 100 percent and do what I told them to do. And you'll be that way too. Sounds great. OK. Do you have another – by the way, can we do a shameless plug? Time for Bob Leffler's Shameless so if any of what we talk about here on the big podcast makes any sense to you whatsoever and you happen to be earning less selling real estate than you wish you were and you're open to the idea of having some help or if you're new in the business like Kevin was several weeks ago, you can call me anytime at 480-385-8810. If you call at the wrong time, you end up on the podcast. Oh, my right gosh. here on the really big uh, show. You know, but that's my cell phone number. And we'll just see if what you're trying to do and what we do, if it would be a good fit. If it is and you do exactly what I tell you to do, you will get rich. And uh, if it's not a good fit, I'm still happy to help you in any other ways I can. So you can also go to fearlessagent.com and watch our webinar there. It's about 45 minutes long. Also, go to the speaking page, which is kind of where I sell my little speaking gigs. Uh, There's another webinar, kind of a video there. You can take notes. That will help you. And then if you're a real estate company owner and you are recruiting fewer producing agents than you wish you were, you can also – Go to fearlessagentrecruiting.com and watch that video and then give me a call right after at 480-385-8810. Also, subscribe at fearlessagent.tv. If you're on the pod, you're listening to the podcast, so you can go to iTunes or some other platform, Spotify, and subscribe to this. And we're always happy to help you, but always, always feel free to call me anytime. What was your what has been your experience with fearless agent coaching, Kevin? Oh, it's honestly been wonderful. Um, you've been receptive, um, answered the, the call first ring, um, answer questions, and take a lot of the guesswork out. I was drinking coffee. Did you care? He caught me. He stopped talking while I was drinking. Let's have a little coffee music. Shall we'll we? play the music anyway. Oh. Oh, that's good coffee. Okay. So, uh, Kevin, do you have any other amazing questions he's got? Yeah. Um, so let's say that we, you go through the, the full fearless agent, um, the listing presentation, the pricing presentation. They agree on a price. You bring out the paperwork. 
you're filling it all out, and then the commission objection comes out as they're initialing and signing paperwork when they see the commission in the contract. How would you address that? Well, usually the way that, first of all, that's the first time they would ever hear about it. So that's right. the key thing. So you never talk commission until they're sold on the price. You never talk price until they're sold on listing with you tonight. So um, it it kind of happens a couple – normally what will happen to you if you're a fearless agent, you know, regular agents, it happens a lot of different ways. But they uh, they say, well, you know, we Bob, we talked to uh, a couple of other um, agents and they charge, you know, six – or five. And and I would always say, well, let me tell you something that I think we both know. If you had any desire to do business with those half-trained chimpanzees, I wouldn't be here tonight, would I? And then they go, yeah, that's right. I go, okay. Any other questions? No. Okay. Sign here. Well, that's how that goes. Usually that's how it yep. goes. Wonderful. So the way I the, the other the other thing that happens is sometimes people say, "Hey, take it or leave it." I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not going to pay more than six, and I'd say, well, "Okay, that's that's no problem whatsoever." So I just want you to know, and I start packing up my stuff. I say, "I just want want you to know that I am now walking out your front door with the, your tens of thousands of extra dollars net after all expenses are paid." You will never see that again unless you call me back and, and feel free to. I'm happy happy to come back and thanks very much for having me. And normally the wife is level-headed and she goes, no, 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 no. You're the guy. We're doing business with you like my wife would. She's the smart one. But, but otherwise I'm walking. You know, that's it. And I always think of it this way. I did my job. They just didn't do their job. And then they, it costs them a fortune not to do business with me. And, uh, you know, I'm going to live a happy life. And I suspect they will, too. How often did they call you back? If you, you know, almost never. Really? Yeah. If I walk out the door, uh, I would say more than 10% of the time, but um, less than 70% of the time. Yeah. Not very often. Because it's their ego. Yeah. <laughs> It's like I always say, my ego is the anesthesia that dulls the pain of my stupidity. And that tends I, to be true. You should put that on a shirt. Is that a shirt? I think so. That's too many words. It won't fit on a shirt. Put it on the back. <laughs> oh, I saw a funny Bob, shirt today. Would you say that, that the standing firm on the commission is indicative that they see the confidence in the agent and that they're going to hold more trust in you? Well, I don't that I don't know, but I do know that I'm not doing it for six, so I'm walking. It's just it's just like if uh, you go to the gas station and uh, it says five twenty nine, and you say, uh, "Hey, down the street, they're selling it for four eighty nine." Well, then go down the street. That's just the way it goes. That's what we charge. I think I think Neiman Marcus is more profitable than Kmart. Last time I checked. So I don't I don't want to have all these amazing fearless agent skills and then not get paid for it. So it and I, not only do I get paid for it, this my sellers get paid for it. They're getting they're netting way way more money than they could have gotten any other way. And if they do exactly what you tell them to do, they will be telling you, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe how much more money we got." 
And it's just because every fearless agent knows a bunch of magic tricks that other the real estate industry doesn't know how to teach. So that's how it goes. Now, Kevin, I'm going to plug you. If you would like to uh, refer business to Kevin, you can call him. It's Kevin. It's L-I-M-P-R-E-C-H-T. Is that correct, Kevin? Yes, yes, sir. And they can dial you up toll-free day or night at 725-242-3636. And once again, I want to thank you for joining us, Kevin, and all of you for tuning in. And I want to thank you for uh, doing that each and every week. Please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. Again, if you're an owner, go to fearlessagentrecruiting.com. You can always call me directly at 480-385-8810. Please do give us a five-star review of this podcast and all of them. And until next week, do what we always do. The three things Kevin knows how to do. We always have fun, don't we, Kevin? Yes, we do. Always be humble. Most of all, be fearless. Thanks, gang. Oh.